I wouldn't say anything to Wahoo McDaniel <clears throat> other than thank you, sir. Hello, sir. <laughs> Can I get you anything? <laughs> How long is Cookie's match? Because that's what he—that's how long it's going to be before he's he gets watching. Here. <laughs> he's watching it now. Oh fuck! It's Thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
Bobby's motivation and all this sort of stuff. But I had a great time commenting. I thought I did a lot better this time than I did the first you did. time. You were a lot more relaxed because um, you were drunk. I was not drunk. I did have a few beers before the game, but it was yeah. definitely that I was off work at like noon. So like I had plenty of time to. My boss called me afterwards and she's like, yeah, he's really good. He seemed uh, like good. Do you think he'd be able to like do one alone at any point in the future? I'm Absolutely like, not. no. Absolutely not. No, not I, at all. I am a color guy through yeah, and through. He's not going to be able I'm to. Definitely not a play by play, but I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. So, to, so at 930, the game's still going on and we are, we're like, we're going to miss. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like looking at my watch. It's like, dude, halftime. Just over, it's like 920. I'm like, dude, we're going to miss Rampage. We're going to miss one of the greatest returns in wrestling history. One of the greatest moments in wrestling history. We're going to miss it. And I was a little annoyed, but Aaron was also paying me, so I couldn't be too mad. Yeah, I was paying. <laughs> He's getting money for you. And, uh, and so, but rain delay happens, like 925. Perfect. Oh, All it right. was like 940. No, no, no. It, it was 930. And I'm like, okay, rain delay. It's a minimum of 30-minute delay. Right. From so, the last from the, the last lightning. See. So and it's not raining at the stadium yet, but there's there's lightning within 10 miles. Perfect. Awesome. Aaron's got his laptop. We're going to pull up TNT Rampage. We're going to get to watch the first five minutes of the show because be, and then it's like like fingers crossed for more lightning. But then we I'm OK if we finish the game. And then uh, around 945, they're like, yeah, ooh, it's questionable. I don't know if we're going to get this thing in, but we're not going to call it till 1030. I'm like. Excellent. And as soon as we, they said that, I'm like, start breaking down. Because, I mean, there's no way that Aaron's like frantically breaking down everything. I'm just sitting at the laptop watching the end of the accountant. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, did you guys know that that was like a drama? Like, what, what kind of movie <laughs> is the account? I never I never catch the whole thing. I, only catch the I didn't even I thought it was just like. I don't know what I thought it was. Jay, though, Jay's like, are they, are they showing the accountant? <laughs> it's like they show six movies. <laughs> the accountant, Geostorm. <laughs> and uh, so I'm trying to watch. So long story short, we get to watch the opening segment of Rampage. It's like 959. Aaron's doing actual work. I'm like, Aaron, you got to you got to stop what you're doing and get over here and watch this laptop. And uh, we got to watch the debut of CM Punk on AEW. Probably one of like. Obviously, we need five, 10, 20 years down the line to figure out if this, like, what the, the, the stature of this moment would be. But I was telling Aaron, I was like, this is going to be the biggest live moment of my wrestling career watching ever. Like, 100%. Like, biggest moment ever. So I needed, I wanted to watch it live. I, I needed that kind of thing. So it was great to watch it, watch the whole promo. It was amazing. I'm super excited with where things are going. I'm super excited with what, is going on with the wrestling community as a whole, uh, particularly with the vibe that AEW provides with, you know, breaking the broke or the forbidden door or whatever. Forbidden door. And yeah. uh, all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. It was, just, it was really fun to watch on Friday. Uh, Tolbert, you did not get to see it live. No, uh, I was uh, muting I us on, on the chat. I wasn't muting. I saw all the messages. I was... We had like 500 messages in the past two days. Yeah. I and all you that. did was. With Shaka Bra emoji. No, I sent you horns. Oh, horns, horns, horns. Yes, get it, get it straight. And that yeah, was, to be uh, fair, Port Tolbert had to work Friday night dude, with it's Rampage. A, and... It's a Zelia Festival. Actually, I did not work Friday. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I was off, but so Hurricane Henry kicked up some swell. I've been surfing for the it's, past few it's days. Andre. 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 So, so Tolbert willingly missed the debut of CM Punk on AEW. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> he said it was some stank. Big nuts over here. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So I, I knew that I was going to be forced to watch it on Sunday. <laughs> I surfed uh, all Friday morning and I surfed for four and a half hours yesterday. Nice. Damn, so and then I slept and worked. So that's it. But yeah. Been that, out in the water, man. Trying to get back into it post. Uh, you said that we were going to talk about it before we started. That's what you were going to. We were, we were going to. Well, talk it's about? also Azalea Festival, so I did work a little bit. You know, I worked all around Azalea Festival. Yeah. I worked Thursday. Any uh, shit show? Saturday and Sunday, not really, because it's so. It kind of surprised everybody. You know, we forgot it was Azalea Festival. I a forgot it was Azalea Festival. No idea. Forgot it was Azalea Festival. A lot of people go to. Go downtown yesterday. They're like, "Holy shit!" There's a parade. Everything's blocked yeah, off. Yeah, I feel like feel like nobody uh, in Wilmington actually. Yeah, does so the Dollar General Parade. You know, it, it's not the the usual end of summer complete mouth breather crowd you're used to dealing right. with. Uh, we, we had a few. <laughs> Can we, we just talk f- about how Tober just shot on the tourists? <laughs> well, you mouth have breather. to because Azalea. Fe- we call as somebody. No, because normally Azalea Festival starts. The it, it starts the summer tourist yeah. it terror. Kicks it off, yeah. And uh, and then I love how you just call them mouth breathers. Well, and we, then and then Riverfest ends it. Riverfest does end it. Um, but you know they had some concerts. The fucking Avert Brothers are in town for two days. Um, <laughs> I hate them. Um, There's not hardcore hard Thursday. Yeah. I somewhere, somewhere. I did work Thursday night, and that was uh, Sublime <laughs> with Rome. Oh, God. That's more your <laughs> people, that was, though. That was not my people. White boy reggae. You there love There's a lot of people that are stuck in, like, 90, like 1996. There's a lot of um, older white boys with no shirts. Who is Rome? Around. Is it, isn't it? Doesn't he have, like, a, a show on ESPN? And he just. That's Jim <laughs> Rome. He's not on ESPN. <laughs> just, gives, just gives hot takes? No. He was the original hot take artist. He's not on ESPN. <laughs> Jim, Jim Rome. Don't, Jim Rome's got the one of the best clips of all time. You remember the guy? He's like, don't ask me. Don't don't call me that again. And Jim Rome's like, uh, and then calls him that. And then the guy like jumps the table and attacks Jim Rome. I don't remember that it's at all. one of the best. I'll like, look it up later. Oh, so That's all good. my dad would listen to in the car. Jim Rome? Jim Rome so, like the sports talk radio. So Tolbert, not yeah. as much uh, Grizz no. or widespread panic no. uh, fiasco oh. downtown. Yeah, but no drunken shit shows like usual. You know, it's busy. You know, people come down for the street fair, but thank God it's all ending today. They should break it down. <laughs> it's Jim Everett who attacks it. Gotcha. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, it, it's it's incredible. Uh, Tolbert, did you see a, a different group of people like w- with the Azalea Festival, as opposed to Grizz, as opposed to widespread panic, oh, course, as opposed to Miranda Lambert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of crossover between the Avits and Miranda Lambert. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is Miranda Lambert? Did she have a song? Was she like one of those? Dude, go- she's like a huge superstar. Was she one of those? I'm going to go kill my husband. Um, no, she didn't have anything like that. But I watch. I actually one of the four concerts I've ever been to in my life. Randa Lambert did play and dude, she tore it down. She doesn't sing redneck woman. No. <laughs> Who sings that? Um, don't know. They're all the same. Did she sing goodbye Earl? No, that's, no, that's the Dixie chicks. chicks. I get it. It was on their album fly. Hey, I'm not done yet talking about my life. Oh my God. All right. I had, I had some major life events happen this week. Aaron, I switched from Samsung to iPhone. Huh? Oh, why? Why? Shut the, Cookie, you were the literally Honestly, the only person. Cookie, Without I will say one. I will say the number one reason I was just bored. 
I'm just bored. I'm just like tired of like the same shit. Yeah, I need that's like, what I was doing. Like, work is up. work is boring. Like Listen, I need man. I need some spice in my life. So you know what? Jasmine was, didn't like the green uh, text that she had with me. I was I was ready <laughs> to get a new phone. I've had the same phone for three years. I'm like, you know what? Let, let's upgrade. And uh, I made the switch and every, everybody literally is asking me why. And I'm like, I, was, I don't know. I was, Who, was Nate angry about it? No, I haven't. I, so I, I, did, I, did, I didn't mention it. To I him. didn't even for him either. Like, I was no. scared that Nate was going to get mad. at. I me. mentioned it to the people at work. They're like, why? And I mentioned, it to you know, Amanda was like, why? And the lady at the phone store she's like, why? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't really have a good answer. I just like I was the same way. I'm just kind of bored. And like, I think their their photos look good. It's like, take my money, <laughs> please. Just take like, my money. I, I have two small children. I like to take good photos. I think Apple photos look bad. Best. I, I, I like I like my phone a lot better than the there, phone. There are some little idiosyncrasies. That, There's some weird stuff that honestly, like Aaron, you said it would take me three days, three days. I think honestly, the worst part was the first nine hours. Yes. Where I was downloading all the apps and having to sign. Yes. Up. But I downloaded Chrome on iPhone and you're fine. My passwords are saved and it's cool. And I'm like, I think I have 90 days to decide if I don't like it or not, but I think I want to keep it. Yeah, it's a it's a good phone. Hey, nerds, fuck off. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> what? What? All right. Why? Hey, what? That... What are you saying that for? <laughs> Look, I'm just saying We're a tech podcast now. That's a life. One thousand dollar phone. A, a, a tech podcast. And Hudson's probably going to put it. Hey, life. <laughs> hey, you know what? This thing's rated. It's rated for. 15 feet. Um, anyway, that was that was one life altering change. And then I found out that I'm going to be managing a faction come April. Um, Is it a heel faction or a- not sure? <laughs> not sure if it's going to be mixed tag or all men. But Amanda's pregnant. CM Punk and now this. You have to name your that your CM Punk is the name of your next child. BM Punk. Well, I just want to say uh our famous moniker of the podcast for uh Aaron and Cookie. Wrap it up, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Wrap it up. From here on out, can we please snip your uh like I will personally go in and clip that. Honestly, I'm just gonna kick him in the nuts for the, uh, oh, I'm doing you a favor, Mike. <laughs> Every time he sees, he he's gonna have a whole fucking offensive line by the end of this. Yeah, he's he your offensive line probably. But Elliot is stick skinny, so he's gonna be on the outside. He's gonna be the tight end uh, or a quarterback. Uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, anything else, Mike? No, that's no, why that, Mike wanted. <laughs> that is the uh, that. Those are the two life-altering changes in my week: uh, iPhone and baby. And you like CM Punk. CM Punk was awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not. I know nothing about him other than the pipe bomb. And that was great. Cookie, uh, as somebody that was born around the same time that CM Punk debuted on uh, WWE. <laughs> somebody that grew up around CM Punk. How was it to, to, to see him back uh, on, on uh, professional wrestling television? Oh, man, um, I was hype. I was screaming at the TV. I was singing the song. I love cult personality, man. I love that song. Like, and then I look at the band and I'm like, oh, 
you guys look weird, but, but the song's good. Um, they're like awesome. Like Glover, the, the lead singer of it is is incredible. He used to wear like a like a rash guard and uh, like wetsuit for his performances. He was so cool. Dude, I've never seen anything like those guys before. But I mean, I yeah, I was hyped, man. Clobbering time. Like I, I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was going to be the first thing that we were going to see. Did so you I was cry? really excited. Uh, you know, I got a little happy, but I don't think I cried. <laughs> you, like that one guy who they cut to and he was still real Bally. to me, damn it. Hey, you're yes. allowed to feel emotion in professional wrestling. It's okay. I felt, I felt a little emotion, man. I was so happy to see him back. So that is good. We were able to do that. Anything else this week, Cookie? I know uh, you had a big weekend. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to figure out how I can follow up uh, Mike's performance right there um, with having uh, the kid. Sorry, sorry, Cookie. I Becky lynched you. Yeah, yeah, we don't know if the performance did. was that great. We just know that it ended <laughs> yeah, up with yeah, a child. <laughs> we didn't see the finish. <laughs> it was it a fuck finish? It, it might have been a DQ. <laughs> it count was a count out. out. It was just a count out. <laughs> um, roll up. Yeah. No, I had a. Uh, there was a big rugby tournament. Um, you know, I, I, I'm around Glendale, Colorado, and that's considered rugby town. Uh, so there was Is a rugby it? town sevens this weekend. Okay. Um, and we, I saw clubs from South Africa, from Germany, uh, Texas, uh, Oregon, so many different clubs, man, some really good rugby. And it just made me look back at fear and be like, Holy no, fuck. So we need to get our ass. shit together. How <laughs> did we win so many, so many games? So, so cookie is that stadium? Is that stadium strictly a rugby stadium? Yeah. That's strictly like Dude, big money rugby. That's like dope. Like the Eagles are coming in September. Like, that's real. That's are you gonna awesome. try out for? Them? <laughs> Hell, fucking no. Try Hell, water boy. Like, sir, uh, you you don't have the physical fitness to uh, squeeze this bottle into our mouth. Dude, Dude, yeah, to, I'm, too, I'm too short. <laughs> have you guys had to run Broncos yet at uh at practice? Explain what a Bronco is. It might so be a Bronco is like it's basically a suicide. Um, it, it is this weird. I, I saw this on you're running from end zone to end zone, blah, blah, blah. It, it's just a, a conditioning drill yes. that a yeah, lot of we, rugby people are doing. We call them hennies. You okay. run. From oh, so that's zone the, end zone. You, you brought that up a, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's the same exact thing. They suck ass. I Wait, hate y'all are conditioning. Yes. And Cookie still needs to wear an XL. <laughs> Bro, good God, man. It's, it's I don't know if I play rugby if they made us condition and that altitude. In that altitude. Have you gotten used to the altitude? I'm I'm getting there. It's only been like a month. I would say I'm getting there. I wouldn't you, say I'm like. Did there. you have altitude sickness at all? No, not yet. But the heaviness and the feeling like I can't breathe. Yeah, I had all that. Really? Dude, I okay. will say. I will say. Uh, like that very first practice, they were like, "Okay, we run a one three three one," and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" That's because what we're running now. See, I don't. I had no clue about that. I was like, "Uh, we only play touch for two hours." We never so. had a coach. Yeah, we don't. We, we, we don't. We don't. We don't run drills. We don't yeah, run we, plays. We, we run just drills. play touch. So we now run a one-three-three-one. Well, I don't know uh, if actually call it what we're doing a one-three. It, that's what Jimbo it, calls the, it. The idea is a one-three-three-one. Uh, the execution is not uh, satisfactory. Well, we're getting there. We're it's fucking terrible. We're learning. We're learning. I think I think Thursday was better than Thursday, Tuesday. Thursday was awesome. I will say, hey, shout out Thomas. I know you're listening. Shout out Thomas for being in every gap and every hole that he needed to be in. And I fed that. I fed him so good, man. Whew. Thomas, Thomas literally just just uh, texted me and he's like, hey, you want to go for a walk? Today? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Thomas, I do want to go for a walk. Please? We can go walk around Greenfield. He's Lake. Excellent, man. I'm so excited to play with that kid. Um, we got a lot of we got a young blood in terms of like newness to the, the team. Yeah, there's a lot of new, we're, we're, new people where we got young blood in terms of age. I'm like that at this point. I looked at it was two weeks ago. I looked don't, around. Don't say that you're like the oldest on the team. I'm not the oldest on the team, but I looked around at practice two weeks ago. You weren't there and wouldn't have mattered if you were there at all. Cause I looked around and Robert's asking me questions. I go, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm not in charge of this. And then he like stares at me and I look around and I'm like, Oh my God, I have the most seniority on this team. Yeah. And I have like 30 kids. Yeah. And I'm wow. like, oh, it's like shit. me and uh, me, Tolbert and uh, Philip are the, the three oldest people on the team. now. Yeah. In terms of age, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I looked around and like seniority wise and somebody was like, what about Dick Nick? I was like, I was here before Dick Nick. I'm, wow. I mean, yeah. So there you go. We are old. Now. Agent. Agent. Any other things, Cookie? No, we've got the wrestling show tonight. So we'll see how uh, how WWE does. Oh, the house show. Yeah. So so have you hey, seen Roman, any... Roman Reigns shouted him out yeah, what do you mean? in the middle of the John Cena match? Said I'd rather be in Denver. It's like I'm in Denver. Really? Yeah. yeah he I did, did not hear that. that. I was too busy, not like half assed. I was, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I was playing a New York Times crossword puzzle while that match was hey, going hey, on. Did you get that gold star though? I did. Yes. You did on a Friday or a Monday? What'd you do? So I, so I, I kind of do the, um, the back end. I, what is it when you, uh, I binge it on, on the weekends. I, I do. So it was a Monday. But you said you got a gold star. It was on Monday. You're a fucking liar. You don't get a gold star unless you do it that day, you asshole. Oh, show him. Show him, Aaron. No. No, <laughs> he you, got me. He got me. <laughs> you get a blue star if you finish it on another day. It you was get a blue gold, star. You get a gold star if you finish it on the day. Of. So, I actually pay for these things. So do I. I pay like $3 a month. Hey, we used to do that at work. Anyway, yeah. Sh- uh, Roman Reigns shouted out yeah, Denver, Colorado on uh, <laughs> while he's beating John Cena's ass <laughs> at SummerSlam. That match was the only good match of the card. I, uh, I, 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 I agree with that. It was not a fun uh, WWE uh, SummerSlam. Tolbert used to say that was his like event. favorite pay-per-view and it's just nothing now. Yeah, that's yep. pretty bad. Well, we did have a uh, we, we did have a special guest that we were going to have on this show, but he, he slept through it. Uh, we were going to talk about one Wahoo McDaniel. I, I will say, Derek, I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> because Derek's got to go on a uh, he's leaving on a long haul tonight at five o'clock. Oh, no. So he Trailer. wanted to get some sleep in before he starts his long, probably 18 hour work day of driving and, and not telling hey, anybody that, that is, he is the back end of America that nobody knows. Is oh, he's on. the back end of something. Nobody knows that that's happening, <laughs> but that's how you get all your shit at your stores. Derek got cooked ribs for me last night. Smoked ribs and smoked chicken wings. Absolutely uh, excellent. It was uh, in honor of uh, in memory of his mom's birthday. We all got together. We watched SummerSlam and we ate food together. Delicious food. uh, And Derek is the man. Uh, So it it has been fun having a, a cool relationship with with Derek because Derek sees me as an old person as well <laughs> Just see you like are. facebook does you he's are. like oh you're a middle-aged black man <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he'll talk to me about like old wrestling and he's like he's like what about uh wahoo against abdullah and i'm like i don't think i've watched that one. and then he's like let me pull it up for you and then he just shows me 
Abdullah the Butcher stabbing Wahoo McDaniel in the head 15 times yeah. with a spoon and all that Jesus stuff. Christ. You never saw that? I did. I did last night. Um, anyway, so we are talking about Wahoo McDaniel. Wahoo McDaniel, we, we've talked about it before. He was a, uh, a hell of a man. Wahoo McDaniel, uh, one of the toughest professional wrestling, one of the last great men of professional wrestling. He was an NFL superstar, played for the Jets. Uh, what else can you say about Wahoo? That, that he was a tough son of a bitch. Him, him and Harley Race are like kind of the, the, the last two men. Uh, Mike, what, what going into this, you knew nothing about Wahoo. You had never heard the name. Not this episode the in podcast, particular. The podcast. Ab- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I had no idea who, who was going to the podcast. But, um, you know, over the years, we talked about a little bit last week. You know, I talked to patients casually. And they bring up wrestling, you know, they kind of pick their brain a little bit. And like anything you ask them, especially down here in the South, Brunswick County, North Carolina, you know, all right. So who, what, like, what do you, what did you watch or what, who do you like? He's like, everybody's like, Wahoo McDaniel. He's, uh, he's like the number one baby face of, yeah, of the Southern. And it's pretty funny. A lot of it, your match today, the history behind your match and what it, it, the implications to your match kind of set a lot of things. I, saw, I was curious on the timeline. I didn't look up the timeline, but yeah. I know that there is something going on there. So your your match actually ended up being like a big thing for professional wrestling in the Carolinas. It was pretty fun. Uh, Wahoo, uh, just a tough dude. Let's talk about some of his matches. Uh, for our first matchup of the evening. You all right, Tony? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Hmm. Yeah, I'm the man that broke First match of the evening, we have got live from WRAL Studios. Is this WRAL? WRAL Studios. I was wondering. It's very funny. Um, I talked to my one of my best friends, John, works for WRAL. And he has taken me on a tour of their facilities. And he's like, yeah, man, like this is where they did like back in the 50s. They would produce their own westerns from that studio. Like they would produce live television for... Uh, the Carolinas. Not the same thing, but Mr. Rogers was filmed on a studio. Right. In Pittsburgh. Thing, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. And I'm walking around. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> I, like, I don't care about hey, where was Wahoo fighting. <laughs> where did Wahoo <laughs> get his leg broken? <laughs> uh, so he, he showed me that uh, it's pretty neat. WRAL studios. And it's very funny. Uh, one of the the announcers, Bob Cottle, from your uh, your match was the WRAL weather guy. And they're really? like, they're like, yeah, just do you want to do wrestling too? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. So he ended up being like a, a big voice for the Carolinas wrestling and ended up being this thing. Awesome. Mike, you have got Wahoo McDaniel against Greg, the hammer Valentine. Correct. Wahoo McDaniel, Greg Valentine, also with Ric Flair. September 7th, one day after my beautiful wife's birthday, 1977. All right. Okay. Apparently, I, I had no idea where the location was. Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. WRAL Studios. This is for the Mid Atlantic Championship Heavyweight Title. You know what's on the line here, boys? A fishbowl full of silver dollars. <laughs> Two thousand. Two thousand silver dollars. They show a photo of it. I didn't look up the the weight, 
but that bowl's got to be pretty heavy. And and I don't think I was very good at guess the amount of beans in a uh, a jar uh, growing up, and I could look at that. I don't think that was two thousand. Uh, I would say it's probably pretty close. Okay, there were some scattered around the edge. Anyway, big fish bowl, heavyweight title match, heavyweight purse, two thousand dollars. And the first thing I think of is like, well, ain't that much. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What nineteen seventy seven dollars? Nineteen seventy seven. Exactly. Sure. But That's no, exactly. Um, Wahoo is out here by himself, looking just stacked. I can appreciate why all of my wrestling patients love Wahoo McDaniel. He's a man's man. He's not overachieving in terms of the physique. He's not overachieving in terms of the size either. He's not super tall. He's just thick. He's thick for days. And I think <laughs> I think I mentioned, you know, last week that the match I had would be two guys fighting outside Barbary Coast. Um, these, it, it was about ten thousand dollars in nineteen seventy seven. These two, also two guys who would be fighting outside Barbary Coast. Yeah, uh, but I would say a little earlier in the night. These guys start their drinking a lot sooner. Yeah, these guys do shift work. They're off at three, and guess what? They're drinking at four. They're drunk by six. They're working at the port. They're working. They, these guys were probably fighting at Winnie's back in the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it might not have been at Barbara's. Yeah, yeah. So they might be fighting about not getting the job because the way the port works is it's all seniority. Yeah. And if you don't got the seniority, you, you're not going to get on a team. You ain't going to get your hours. Hey, and man, Greg the Hammer, his father was Johnny Valentine. There might be some nepotism in exactly. that. Exactly. Ric Flair also has a little bit of pull. Anyway. Match starts off, and it's Wahoo getting a little bit of offense. It's Wahoo working him a little bit, um, and you know you're you're waiting for it, right? It's like a slow build, but you know what's <laughs> yeah. coming. It's, it's like, okay, Wahoo, I know you can catch wrestle a little bit. I know you can do a little bit of holds. I know you can, you know, work the arm. But I'm here. I just want to see you punch him. I'm here <laughs> to watch you beat his ass. <laughs> I'm not here to watch you submit him. I'm not here to watch you drop knees in his back. I'm here to watch you beat his ass. We don't get it early. He's got to warm up to it. It's a quiet storm. He just got out of the recliner. It's like, (laughs) oh. Just kind of like stretching his hip flexors, doing that one like bend, like the oscillating bend that actually does nothing for you uh, to work his flexibility. But, you know, Greg Valentine. Hey, shout out Greg Valentine. One, I will say, nearly a spitting image for one of the greatest golfers ever. Jack Nicholas. I could see that. Um, they, they both have that little chucky face, the, the little chubby chucky face, the, the long flowing hair around the same time as Jack Nicholas winning the, his practically fucking 10th Masters or whatever it was. Um, so shout out Greg, the Hammer Valentine. Um, but they're, they're, they're working it. So one little quick aside. Sure. So Greg, the Hammer Valentine, his father, Johnny Valentine, one of the people that got into the the infamous plane crash here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Johnny Valentine had one of the bloodiest and biggest feuds in the 1970s against Wahoo McDaniel. So it became this thing of like nature versus nurture. Is is Greg going to be a part of this this scheme? Is he going to be a heel, too? He had to be a heel. His dad was one of the most evil men in the Carolinas. And then also took the mantle from his dad as somebody that wanted to kill Wahoo McDaniel. So it was <laughs> like like a blood feud, a generational feud, if you will. And it makes total sense that then he would pair with Ric Flair, who also wanted to murder Wahoo McDaniel. Correct. Um, 
so we're you know we're we're getting into the match. Um, eventually, Wahoo does kind of lose a little bit of steam. Valentine takes over. The one thing I love, it's not quite the '80s wrestling that I that I like adore. It's but right it's, on the precipice. But it's like '77, right? So it's 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 just heavy hitting, slow paced knees, yeah, and elbows. Working a hold. And face stomps. Not even holds. There weren't a lot of holds in this match. No, it was it was just tosses. And Valentine eventually starts stomping Wahoo's head. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, holy shit. Like, how do you how do you work that? How do you work a stomp to the face? Wahoo's like, just stomp me. And, and, and <laughs> if we want to, like, get behind the curtain a little bit, I watched the biomechanics of the whole thing. You pull your foot back. You, you dig your heel in the ground. Your, your foot still hits the guy in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Wahoo does get hard weighed on a Greg Valentine stomp to the face. But guess what? Wahoo ain't having none of that. <laughs> So he reverses it. He starts getting his offense and he gets Valentine on the ground. And instead of a single leg stomp, he goes double leg stomp. Wahoo literally just little, little, little child, <laughs> little, does a little child hop, just digs his heels on the ground. I really like that. I saw stomps that. this motherfucker in the face. And you're like, mm. that's my boy. That's Wahoo McDaniel. That's Wahoo McDaniel get taking the edge. That's him doing his job, doing the work. And, and this is when, this is when all whew, chef's kiss greatness happens. Valentine's been working the body a little bit, el- kneeing, stomping Wahoo in the chest. And Wahoo's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to punch you in the goddamn face. And he punches him in the face. And then he slaps his chest. And then he, he does everything else. And he's just beating the crap out of Valentine. And guess what? I didn't get that name Hammer for no reason. Valentine comes in here and starts smacking him in the face and smacking him in the chest. And we just get this heavyweight brawl. And they are just beating the crap out of each other for about two thirds of the match. And it's, this is what I want. Nothing outside. We get a little bit of, you know, rope work, but it's just two guys just pummeling each other. Yeah, of course. And, you know, props to them because anybody that would be getting in a fight at Barbary coast probably couldn't go 30 seconds. No, you're going to gas out. You're not, you're not a trained professional. These guys go 14 minutes and they're, they're Irish whipping into the corner beating each other, stomping each other's face. You know, these men were also smokers, too. They oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is yeah. 1977. Everybody smoked cigarettes. Everybody had cigarettes. Everybody smoked cigarettes. And uh, the one thing we're getting, we're getting close, right? Like, I'm like who's go- what's going to happen? What, what, what's, what's the deal here? Wahoo gets the Valentine in what looks to be a pedigree. I'm like, is Wahoo McDaniel about the pedigree? This motherfucker? <laughs> And uh, I'm like, is, does he pull this move out before Triple H? He full setup for a pedigree. I'm like, all right, what is going to happen? And then he suplexes his ass. He picks his ass up over his head with his arms locked up in the shit and then fucking throws him over his head, pins him. One, two, Valentine kicks out. What the hell just happened? What was that? That would be a double underhook, uh, underhook suplex. Yes, I don't even know. It's wild. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a wild dude. It's I, great. I, I don't know. The name. How do Doug they work? I, I make a point. I make a point not to learn any of the names of this shit. Well, it's it's a classic move, Mike. It's a beautiful move. <laughs> right. Very effective. And I will tell you why. Last week it was used in my match. <laughs> Thanks Wah- for watching. <laughs> Wahoo made Daniel pulled it off flawlessly. Um, and then then we're you know like what's going to happen? Valentine gets the upper hand. Gets Wahoo's leg, 
And he doesn't let go. He take he does an ankle foot suplex. One you don't see anymore. Never. All right, so we, we might as well the last one in Tolbert's match. We don't see an ankle <laughs> leg <laughs> suplex. I mean, at least you know what this one is. I don't um, know what that is. Yeah, basically grabs his leg and just stomps, like throws yeah. his body in, yeah. into the ground. And he just doesn't let go. And he's going and he's holding it and he's holding it and holding it. What is the crowd doing? The crowd is tr- like unnerved they're so worried their their boy wahoo mcdaniel was just putting on this show of force against greg the valentine and and now they don't know what that what's going to happen and you know their boy wahoo he ain't going to give up he's tough as nails right he, he's just gonna he's gonna try to do his thing referee calls it because he hears a snap valentine broke wahoo's leg broke it broke his leg mm-hmm. in the wral studios in raleigh north carolina mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wahoo, he, he's still not giving up. He's still in there because Valentine's is still holding on. And so, uh, of course, we get, you know, your, your, your classic little run in. It was uh, Ricky Steamboat and who else? Who was it was there? Paul Jones. Paul Jones. No idea who that guy is. Paul Jones in the mid-Atlantic. He, he was famous for the Paul Jones army. He had a, a heel faction in the 80s, 70s. He was a, a, a face, but he, he was somebody that had been around that area for a long time, had a great relationship with Wahoo. Perfect. Yeah. So we get Jones and Steamboat. They come in to check on Wahoo. Jones goes after Valentine. Flair goes after Jones. Steamboat goes after Flair. It's a big old commutants, whatever what's going on. Um, but long story short, Greg the Valentine, I don't know if you can carry Greg it out. Greg the Hammer Valentine. He, uh, he gets the fishbowl full of silver dollars. That's right. Two grand. Uh, also, uh, if you have seen this T-shirt, I broke Wahoo's leg. Very famous in the Carolinas. It, it was, I, I it have was, heard of that. I don't know if I've seen one. It's a heat magnet. Like So he made this shirt that said, I broke Wahoo's leg. Wore it everywhere for the next like few years. It became this big deal. It was a cultural thing here in the Carolinas, a very important piece of Carolina wrestling history. There you go. I think that was also our first Greg the Hammer Valentine match. Probably how how got crazy him, uh, is that? Probably almost got him cut a couple times. Yes. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. I, I was saying something to Andy, who listens to our show, who also got a T-shirt this week. Yeah, yeah. Cookie is showing me the, the shirt right now. It, it is that classic. I broke like the block letters that you just iron on sort of thing. Andy said that that, that still could get you heat in Robinson. County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Robinson County, you know how we've mentioned if you ask any old head around here about wrestling, they bring up Wahoo and me working the day shift sometimes at the bar, run into a lot of older guys that grew up around here and we talk wrestling and Wahoo, of course, always comes up and uh, this one particular story comes to mind. He's like, yeah, I was watching uh, this old guy. He was like, yeah, I was watching. We were there and uh, Rick Flair was wrestling Wahoo that night and beat him in Lumberton, North Carolina. Jesus Christ. And they went out and found Rick Flair's car and <laughs> <laughs> stabbed all of his tires out. <laughs> oh, my God. With a hawk bill. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you don't mess with Wahoo, especially in that region, man. Jesus. Oh, my God. And that's why he's so big around here. I mean, just because he was here all the time. And just imagine like Roman Reigns, John Cena, Lumberton, North Carolina. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You not fuck around there. It's it's crazy. I was listening to uh, Chris Jericho's podcast and he was talking. it, It was all about Bobby Eaton this past week and how Bobby Eaton 
it was him, Arn Anderson, and Tony Schiavone all telling stories about Bobby Eaton. And they told a bunch of stories about like some of the like spot towns that they would go to Florence, South Carolina, where I would cover football every week at this outdoor stadium. And they said that they were able to sell out like 20,000 people at these stadiums, you know, like it just thinking about how hot it was in the Carolinas in, in the late seventies through the mid eighties. It, it's an insane thing. And I really wish that I was able to, to experience that myself. Well, shit, probably some of it went down right across the street from it here. Did. here it in, did. In it, it's one of my favorite <laughs> things is knowing that Legion Stadium was one of those things. And I and I find a Legion Stadium match. I'm, I've been trying, man. I, you know, whatever Wilmington, the store here in town that's kind of got a bunch of stuff. They had at one point a a binder full of Legion Stadium wrestling pictures. And I've been trying to get that from him. I want to buy that. I, I'm like, I will pay money for that stupid money stupid money for that uh i I paid stupid money for t-shirts i will pay stupid money for legion stadium pictures this man paid two hundred dollars for that wc for a wcw (laughs) sign that my girlfriend won't even let me plug in it's like the office i haven't seen it on in a year scott wants to hang up the saint Pauli girl turn it on aaron turn it on (laughs) all right uh mike anything else from you this week uh, no, no, I, uh, so, I, no social media. So, I mean, dude, I crush on summer live, live, live tweeting, tweeting. <laughs> SummerSlam. Uh, lots of likes and retweets over the, over the night. Check us out on social media. Number two dollar stick underscore Instagram and Twitter. Occasionally we get hot on Twitter. Um, Instagram kind of more of a slow burn. Kind yeah. Of we got some good stuff coming this week. Uh, either way, Twitter up to three fifty one. I think followers tree fitty tree fitty one. Um, I think we're still at 169, 171, 171. Fuck that. I don't know. Yeah, I'd almost rather be 169. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, you know, occasionally we get some good stuff. We we will be uh, sending out Travis's art this week and uh, as well as some other uh, quips and funny things. I think quality content, quality, just quality wrestling related content. Occasionally not quite wrestling related, but occasionally. More often than not, do we talk we about wrestling on the podcast? We eventually get there. Eventually, we do get there. <laughs> eventually. Thanks, Cookie. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, bud. Still here. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie fell back asleep. <laughs> it's eight thirty over here. He's having it's early. Infused coffee or something like that. It's actually ten a.m. over there. Now it is. No, it's not. Yeah, now it is. All right, Cookie, my boy, it's your boy, Cookie. Cookie, you have got two of the toughest men ever oh, to yeah. lace a pair of boots. You have oh, got yeah. one, Harley Race against Wahoo McDaniel. Yes, yes. And and last night, you know, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I said, I'm going to smoke some weed and I'm going to watch Wahoo McDaniel fight <laughs> Harley Race. And I did that. And then I looked at the match, and the first thing I noticed it's 27 minutes. That's and right. I said, I said, holy fuck, I am too high <laughs> to watch a 27-minute long match. But I did it anyway. 60-minute <laughs> time limit. And uh, you know what? The first thing I noticed, man, Harley Race looks like a Confederate soldier. Like, he, 
he I can moves. see that. He was in the he was in the six hour uh, epic North and South. <laughs> he like you watched that as a kid with her grandma. Gettys- Gettysburg is also like five and a half hours long. Oh my god! It's like like if he was in Roots, I would be like, okay, yeah, that's Harley Race. That's Harley. Um. Anyway, he's from uh, Missouri. Homeboys from Missouri. Tough son of a gun though. Uh, and then Wahoo McDaniel, man, man's man, football player. Looks like he's, you know, just quick to call someone a sissy <laughs> back in the day. Um, but what we have here, man, is just two ultra tough competitors. I mean, they even dress alike. They're wearing all black. You know, they're badass dudes. Uh, except for Wahoo. Wahoo's got the little flashy white boots. You know, he looked fancy. He's got a little fancy to him. He's got a little flash. But uh, going, just looking at this match, I knew it was going to be just back and forth, just a just a tough match, and that's what we got. So let's get to the countdown. Cookies top four, number one. Number one. What are two moves that you need to stay away from from Wahoo McDaniel? That's the Wahoo chop and uh, his knee drop. Now Harley Race also does a knee drop. So if you're with if you're fighting Harley Race, you need to watch for that knee drop. And you also need to watch for that suplex. Uh, but Harley Race actually uses a knee drop and a suplex, suplex to finish off Wahoo to win the first fall. And this was when I realized that this is a two out of three falls match. That's right. For the NWA title. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how does the suplex beat Wahoo, but a pile driver doesn't. He's got a hard head, but a bad back. Is that how that works? I don't yeah, know. it's kind of like Miro. Miro is weak to the DDT. He's got no neck. We uh, no neck. Power driver ain't gonna do shit to you, man. Goddamn right. I didn't even think about that. He has no neck. Aaron, what did he play? What did Wahoo McDaniel play? Oh, you he know? was a defensive lineman. Of course he was. Of oh, fucking course he was. All right. Oh, sorry. We we had Terry <laughs> siding. I'm sorry. Cobra, I was, I was Cobra, like dead silent. Like, <laughs> yeah. Number two. He's just All right. so cute. He is a cute kitten. So a lot of this match, oh Terry, a lot of this match uh, was a lot of there were a lot of a uh, lot of punches, a lot of uh, just back and forth, uh, not a lot of holes honestly. There was a lot of headbutts. Um, you know these two guys are really just fucking going at it. Um, but Harley got the better of him in that first fall with that suplex and that knee drop. Uh, the match ends up going to the outside, and this is where Wahoo takes advantage of this, and he slams Harley's head into the ring post. And then when Harley tries to get back in, he gets a couple of Wahoo chops for good measure. And well, after that second chop, we get what I like to call a Terry Funk spot. And I hope you pop for this. Uh, Harley Race is basically doing a head a headstand while half of his body is draped over the second rope. That's right. And, and- Harley was a lot better at selling than than people give him credit for. Oh, man. Like, I was looking at his selling. Like, every chop, he went, like, halfway across the ring. Like, he starfished in the air and just, like, landed flat back. It looked beautiful. And uh, that entire time, I was like, God damn, I I can see why people in the South love Wahoo McDaniel. Because he looked like Superman. Going up against someone as strong and as tough as, uh, as Harley Race. Well, but anyway, like Superman, if he, he drank like a case of beer every day, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Working in coal mine. I was looking at both of the, these guys and I was like, wow, this really is the 70s because these guys are not body guys. There's no body guys in this. <laughs> hey, you know what? We don't need body guys. No, but you know, Wahoo just needs one shot, man. One, that's one all. chop, man. <laughs> I'll all. tell you, if what? I can get the people to believe in this chop, 
That's all I need, <laughs> Dude, honestly, I mean, that's all it takes, though. For, for me, I was watching, and it's like, remember when you would play, like, Mortal Kombat on Sega? Yeah. And, like, yeah. you would pick Scorpion and your friend. You just absolutely, yeah. absolutely wouldn't play Scorpion. Like, so then it was just, like, Scorpion for Scorpion. You're like, okay. And we just, like, battle it out. Like, that's what these two look like. They're both throwing knees. They're both throwing punches, chops, elbows, and they're both selling their ass off. And it's, like, it's totally fine. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just 27 minutes of just two hard-headed men just, <laughs> just beating, the beating the shit out of each other. Love it. I, You know, it, it's crazy. This week, so I was having a time picking matches early on in the week. It was It's tough. Like, Wahoo, it is tough to find good Wahoo matches online because he was kind of right before the advent of tape. Like uh, the the, the uh, pro- proliferation of using VHS tape in professional wrestling. And whenever those tapes are, they have to get online. Correct. So yeah. it, it was tough to find very good matches with Wahoo. So I I'm a part of an NWA Facebook group that's got like eleven thousand. It's like remembering old school wrestling <laughs> NWA uh, Facebook group, and I posted it. Wait, did you spam your T-shirt on that p- the post yet? I've done it with one Dory post and I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more. I'm just trying to help. Cause I just, I just joined it this week. Okay. And I posted it. And I'm like, Hey guys, new here to the group. <laughs> you know, one of those lame <laughs> t-shirt, one of those lame uh, posts. <laughs> I just inhaled dip. <coughs> oh God. Here's my that. lung cancer. So I post it. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> his eyes are watering oh my god he looks like he just ate a, like a ghost pepper yeah you yeah. do uh so i posted it this week and i got like a hundred likes like no joke like a hundred people like this post and it was like it started this wahoo thread and people are like man i remember wahoo doing this this and this and i'm like great can you send me some links to matches <laughs> and i just What's a link yeah, what's a link? I, <laughs> they're typing in all caps. La, 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 la. <laughs> but I will say that there still is an appreciation for Wahoo. A lot of people were, were posting. And that, that's where I got uh, Tolbert's match, which we will talk about in a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, Cookie. Back to you. Uh, oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, he's, not okay, fine. So, <laughs> he's not fine. So Terry. I think I'm dying. So Harley's doing a doing a Terry spot where you know he's head standing and he's draped over the second rope and this actually leads to Wahoo winning the second fall. Uh, Wahoo picks up Harley, he sends him into the ropes, nails Harley with one of those Wahoo chops and an elbow. Hell of a sell by Harley as always, and now it's one one gentlemen and the crowd gets fucking hyped because Wahoo went up. Number three. So, number three actually has nothing to do with wrestling. It actually has something to do with the crowd. Uh, number three, did anyone else see the injustice in the front row on the hard cam side? No, what are you talking no about? No one saw that? It no. looks Okay, I'm, I'm going to try and set the scene. It looks like some drunk guy is walking to his seat, right? He looks white. I don't know if he is or not. And there's a blonde lady that's sitting down, and she yells something at the, at, at the drunk guy. What the fuck? And the guy sitting beside the lady starts pushing the drunk guy away. Like, you can't come over here. Go over there. You have and the drunk on this? Yeah, we have to watch this now. You have to watch this. And the, the guy who, the, the, the guy, the drunk guy's white and the other guy's black. Let's just say that. The drunk guy tries one more time 
gets the same result, and then their cops get involved, but they don't escort the drunk guy away. Of they escort the black God, guy out of the building. Of course. It's in Texas. Yeah, hard cam zooms in because it could really get ugly because the black guy's resisting. He's like pushing the <laughs> cops Christ. out of the way. And the, the, the black guy gets escorted out of the building. But yeah, you don't see it because they zoom into the match. It was fucking crazy. I was like, what is happening right now? Well, there but, you go. We we now uh, I'm, I'm so sorry for that. No, I, <laughs> for my people, I, I, I apologize. Shocked. I'm shocked you don't have anything to say to that. I, I thought you guys were gonna see that because it no. happened right after the second fall. God damn it. Damn it. I will find it. I don't worry, I'll send it to you. I think I but anyway, we're gonna get to my honorable mentions. We're gonna change it up. You know what's weird is seeing wrestlers with sleeves in the seventies. Did you guys notice that Harley Race has? Like, yeah, Harley Race has got the tough that. man like navy uh, like tattoo sleeve. He yeah. Oh, okay. He was in the navy. That makes sense. Then I don't know if he was in the navy, but I, I think it, he just reminds me of all the old men that I saw that had yeah. those uh, anchors tattooed he, on their arms. I just I, I was just thinking about it. I was like and looked at all of our matches this week, and there's no tattoos. And you see Harley Race and he has a sleeve. It's the oddest thing to see in like 70s wrestling is someone with a tattoo. And then um, apparently, you know, going through the comments, apparently Harley hated wrestling Wahoo because he would hurt for like a week. (laughs) (laughs) The toughest man in wrestling hates wrestling the other toughest man in wrestling. Yeah, he didn't hold back either. Wahoo like chopped the fuck out of you every time. Like it looked it looked bad. And then my very last honorable mention, this is actually a pretty funny story. It's one of the more interesting comments that I read. All right. I don't know if this story is true, but according to Marty Gennetti, it might not body. be true. In, in English might. literature study, he's called an unreliable narrator. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm still going to tell the story because it's kind of funny. Anyway, one night, Marty Gennetti and Harley Race went out to dinner and some dumb... <laughs> Via Khalifa. <laughs> and there was just some dumb Mark who thought it was a good idea to pester Harley Race all night long about how wrestling's fake and the blood that they use is ketchup. So as they're walking out to finish the dinner or whatever, the guy gets into Harley's face one last time. And Harley took a glass ketchup bottle and nailed the guy square in the face with it. Ketchup and blood are everywhere. This dude is knocked the fuck out in this restaurant. And Harley yells, I guess you're a pro wrestler now, daddy. <laughs> walks hey, man. Out. hey, man, if he got ketchup everywhere, too, he must have hit him right on the, right on the 57. That's the key to get the ketchup out of the glass bottle. <laughs> 57 right. Now, that, 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 that story, I think I can actually believe. <laughs> I can believe that story. Number four. All right. Back to the match, guys. Back to the match. Harley is getting crushed by those overhead chops from Wahoo McDaniel, you know, and he gets busted open. Harley's busted open. And at this point in the match, she's not looking too good. You know, Wahoo has the advantage. He catches Harley with a Wahoo chop, excuse me, Wahoo chop. Strong sell by Harley every time. Wahoo jumps for the cover, but Harley gets his knees up. Now, Harley Race smells the blood and water, so he goes for a suplex finish. Wahoo counters that up. He rolls him up. Harley counters that roll up. He holds the tights, gets the final fall, and your villain of the match, Harley Race, he wins in Texas, beats the hometown boy. But Wahoo Daniel ain't having none of that. After uh, Harley Race wins the match, 
he uh he calls that some cheap bullshit and he chops Harley over the head and he hits him with his own title. And that's the end of our match. I thought that that was one of the most fun, uh, like ending sequences. And it was like a creative ending sequences that, that you don't really see a lot today. Like it, it was roll up countered into roll up. It, it was something that that you could possibly see on AEW, but you, you don't see it that much. You know, no, no, you definitely don't. But it was a great way to end a two out of three falls match because then you can have another match after that. Right. Yeah. So I hey, listen. Two out of three falls, 27 minutes. It was worth it. It was a fun match, uh, except for the injustice. That except happened. for the racial injustice <laughs> yeah. that racial happened injustice. after the second fall. Yeah, that was it. Other than that, it was a four. It was a four cookie match. Four cookie. <laughs> it would have been a five cookie match if, if, if the drunk guy instead of the black man was taken yeah. away. Yeah, exactly. Very easily. Right, for our final match of the evening, you, know, you, you can't you can't have a Wahoo McDaniel match that, that, that's crazy and, and wacky. You know, he, he's just not that kind of wrestler. He's not that guy. So instead of that kind of high spot match, you got to have something that's super violent. Tolbert, you have got an Indian strap match between Manny Fernandez. <laughs> I don't know why I keep giving you her. Uh, Tolbert, I don't know why I keep giving you Manny Fernandez matches. He, he's not the most fun. But uh, he's, he's a, a tough man. He's a mean son of a bitch. He though. is. He is he the is. raging bull. And he looks. He looks mean too, man. And uh, he comes out. He comes out ready to uh, to whip some ass. He even goes after. So uh, I don't know what year this is. This has got to be what like I think it's like eighty eight or eighty nine. Yeah. So it's it's uh, Wahoo. Wahoo's got a little age on him at this. So does Manny. You know. But still, you know. Big old mean looking dude. Uh, so in the announcer, we have a, a Japanese wrestler who was at I forget. It's who Fujinami. It was. Fujinami it was, was very important. We we got we. I think Cookie had a five cookie match with Fujinami against uh, Meda Akira yes. Meda. Yeah, well, he made it sound like Cookie had the match with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cookie. <laughs> he could lead Cookie to a five cookie. That match. was your five star classic with Fujinami Cookie. Cookie just <laughs> flopping all over the ring. I was flopping everywhere, man. I was selling my ass off, sucking wind. But anyway, he's a, he, he's in the ring. He's making a special guest appearance all over from Japan. Um, Manny's not too happy about his presence in the ring. Yeah, and. Uh, he, he has a little slip up. I don't know if you caught it, but he's like, you're going to come here and roll away from wherever and you know, show your face here. You come in my face. <laughs> 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 so I got a little giggle right Because, <laughs> you know, I, I used to get so worked up and he, he says it. I was like, oh, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is one of the reasons I love Wahoo and I think why so many, you know, uh, people of older generations love him. Is just he's a man's man. He he's very relatable. He looks like uh, he he's there to kick your ass, but he's slightly annoyed about it. <laughs> he definitely has that. Why are you gonna dad, make me do this, yeah, boy? <laughs> he has that dad's vibe where he's like, kind of, oh, I want to whip your ass, but let's get this over with, man. I gotta. I got to mow the lawn or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, prune my hedges. Um, you know, the crowd's all worked up. Manny's getting a little bit of heat. And um, Wahoo just kind of comes out, you know, in his full headdress before the announcer even announces his name. He just kind of pops out out of nowhere. So I also, before this, one of the things that got the real heat in this match going, 
Manny Fernandez also destroyed one of Wahoo's headdresses. That's kind of what, uh, what got dude, me. You don't the, fuck with that shit. Yeah. Right, right. Mm. So he comes out in his full chief headdress, you know, but he just kind of pops out, like I said, slightly annoyed <laughs> that, that he's there. You know, so the crowd goes wild. Uh, the announcer, you know, eventually gets these, you know, oh, by the way, we have Wahoo McDaniel here. Um, and this is an Indian strap match. So we've got an eight foot leather strap. This is Wahoo's specialty. He's never lost. One. Never lost one in never his storied career. So he's strapped up, ready to go. Manny, uh, he's a little reluctant to strap up. You know, he's drawing a little bit of heat. Um, well, we finally get Manny strapped up after, uh, you know, Wahoo goes in with him on the belt. He starts whipping him like he like he didn't clean his room. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that belt. and He's just smacking him. And every time he smacks him, uh, Manny just screams. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. funny. He, he's actually whacking the shit out of him with it. Uh, we finally get him strapped up. We get the bell open a match. Uh, Wahoo just grabs that rope like a tug of war and starts pulling Manny right to him. And you get a little lock up and then he grabs that belt again. And he just pops his hands, starts slapping them. Um, yeah, it, it's hilarious. So Wahoo goes right into him. He knows exactly what to do with this rope. So the stipulations of this match, you have to beat your competitor and you have to drag him to every corner of the ring. That's how you Consecutive. Yeah, you yeah, touch you have every, to go every, every corner. You yeah. got to go one, two, three and four. Um not to be confused with a dog chain match, which is the same, same. or, or so they call it an Indian. That was like the, the, uh, the, uh, the Cody QT man. Yeah. Yeah. So the first half we get Wahoo just whipping up on Manny, uh, just whipping him with that belt. You got him choking him with it, you know, wrapping it around his neck and doing tosses, just whooping up uh, on Manny. He finally gets his offense in. He wraps it around his hand. And he's hitting him right in the head. And he, this is where we see the first, Spot of color from Wahoo. You know he's going to bleed. Just when's it coming? So he bust him open. Um, I don't know if it was hard way. He might, uh, you know, I don't know. He was he was beating the shit out of him. Yeah, I think he he very obviously bladed it. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't catch match. that. I watched this pretty quick. Um, and this just goes on for a while. And Manny teases uh, the, the, the first uh, corner tap, I would say, where he drags Wahoo around. The crowd does not like this. They do not no. like to see their hero down being drugged around it, it is actually quite the visual too where he, you know he wraps it around his arm maybe gets around his neck a little bit to drag him to each corner while who's kicking and squirming <laughs> on the ground bleeding everywhere you know they, there's they built in drama much. yeah there, there's drama much, but you know like these chops and big slow punches and i'm gonna look around a little bit you know <laughs> it, it, it's it's great man uh well this goes on and on and on we get a couple teases back and forth finally wahoo gets the upper hand and is drug Manny to each corner. Manny's fighting the whole way, and we get to the last corner. Wahoo has to reach out and touch. Manny drags him out a little bit, and it's fighting. You don't think he's going to get it. Manny tries to give a little offense with a kick to the face from laying on the ground, and he shoots Wahoo back to the back corner where he gets the win. Um, and like I said, it, uh, he, he's he's kind of quick to get out of there like a dad at a concert, you know, or or at fireworks, you yeah. know, and he's bleeding go. all over. Yeah. He's like, I got to go. I got to go and leaves crowds cheering. Uh, Manny's defeated and pissed off. Uh, the announcer comes out and he's like, hey, well, Wahoo, where, where'd you go, man? Funny where, thing about go? that announcer, uh -huh. that announcer was the voice of Tony the Tiger. Really? Yeah, Ooh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Didn't pick that up. Well, that's. <laughs> 
just a fun little <laughs> a fun little quip. Anyway, so he's like, let's let's try to get Wahoo back back over here. And he just kind of he's out of breath and ble- bleeding. He just kind of comes up. and <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, and he, he, he says how tough Manny is. And, you know, he's a, a worthy opponent, but he hates he hates this man. And uh, he's glad he whooped his ass in this strap match and that he'll take him out back and he'll do it again. And he, he loses to maybe with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but one he, way to do it. He sh- it's short and it's sweet. He's all bloody. It's a great little promo. And he's just like, I'm going to shoot that son of a bitch. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. Dead. And he goes back to the locker room all bloody. Uh, it's, it's just perfect. It's, you know, it's just enough. You know, everything he does is just enough. Never over the top. And something like that is, is one of the reasons why I can see like my great grandparents exactly. being in love with this guy because he's a tough son of a bitch and he tells it like it is like it is straight shooter. That one, <laughs> hopefully so he can kill Manny very quickly. You don't want to wound him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you ready for the haiku? I'm ready for the haiku. All right. Wahoo wants him dead. He's going to take him out back. He might just shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually is low-key one of my favorite uh, haikus that we've had in a very long time. Uh, who do we want to talk about next week? We, we have talked about some very classic wrestlers. Well, uh, I was trying. I was thinking uh, the other day while cruising through YouTube, who haven't we covered? We have uh, never had a CM Punk match. We have. I yeah. think we have. Early on, I think, I we, have think we have one. I'm gonna have to look in our drive real quick. Who who, who Man, were you thinking? I, I don't know. We're we're running out of classics to cover. We we've done a lot. We don't have to do classics. We can kind of dive in and out, dip our toes. I've all right, I will say I've never watched a CM Punk wrestling match. You've never watched a CM Punk match? Zero. We have had one. We've only had one CM Punk match on out the of show. 120 episodes. And it you was Tracy it. Smothers versus CM Punk. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that. Where's Chris Candido? Was that like, was oh it? my God. What was that? Like, just so garbage. Which I'm actually fine that that was like our only, our only CM it Punk match. keeps our street cred. Yeah, like, that is, that's a pretty awesome match, like, from the paper. So there we go. We've, we've had Tracy Smothers against, and we've had, we've had like quadruple numbers of Tracy Smothers <laughs> against a bear. Yeah. Against the fake bear. <laughs> and against Odorous Urungus. Yes, yeah. Cookie. Have we had an Iron Sheik match? We had one we, the other day. Yeah, we, we've had a few. Oh, we, we did had one against Sergeant Slaughter. Can I just say that? That's right. We did have that Sergeant Slaughter one. This weekend was just. He was on fire. Absolutely crushing Twitter this week. Yes, he was. It's so. Okay. My favorite thing is Shango matches. We've had some Papa Shango. We've not had Papa Shango. We've had the Godfather. Yeah, I don't think we only had one Papa Shango match. Now I'm trying to think, like, who who is out there that that we need to get? Maybe we'll reach out on social media and see if anybody wants. Is it the crickets? Is it going to be something obscure? Like the the vocal Byron, you want to say Byron, I am not going to do any of your your crazy indie stuff. (laughs) I wonder if Andy has a match. Andy, if you have a match, shout it out. DM us. Andy might send us some crazy shit. Thomas, have you got a match? Thomas uh, is a wrestling fan himself. So I would say, tentatively, let's do a CM Punk episode. I'm down. I, if I, we I'm do curious. a CM Punk episode, you have to watch CM Punk versus John Cena, Money in the Bank. That yeah. is a very special match. It's a little longer for your taste, 
but I believe that you would I appreciate. Like, I feel like I would probably appreciate it. I mean, I don't mind a long match if it's so this, going somewhere. This is considered a five-star match yeah. by Meltzer. It's it's the match after the pipe bomb, right before. So so Punk is leaving the company, right? CM Punk is leaving WWE. And he's going to take the belt with him. It was the storyline. If he wins, he's taking that belt and leaving the company. And the storyline is John Cena, big match John. Is he going to be able to? He was the company man in this story, which made him the heel, but not necessarily the heel. He was the heel, but he was the heel. He was not the heel. I got you. No, I'm down. Like, I'm I'm curious to, again, I've not watched a single CM Punk match. Okay, so we could probably find that. I do know of... And I do not know if I can find it, but I do know there is a CM Punk Terry Funk match from 2005. I'm going to try to find that one. If I cannot find it, we will go another round. I'm requesting some early CM Punk ECW. Okay. Some ROH. Oh, wow. Some throwbacks. Find out why the man became the man. And Cookie, any, any requests from you for CM Punk? No, I can't. God damn it, Chucky. <laughs> I, can't, I mean, like, I've seen so many of his matches. I, I can't. Because you grew up with him. Or, if you do give me something, give me something from his earlier days, not something from Stephen WWE. probably never wrestled in Japan? Uh, if he that, did. He's wrestled a lot of Japanese. You know, it's very fun is during the media scrum for CM Punk this week. He's like, yeah, if he wants me to go to the G1, I'll go to the I'll G1. I'll do the G1. And then you, you, <laughs> and you see, like, what? You see Tony's eyes like get a little wide, and he's like, that's a lot of matches. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> All right, so we will be talking about CM Punk next week. We'll go back to the classics the week after that. Uh, let's let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. Mike, wear protection next week. And from here on out. Yeah, wrap it up, boys. Yeah, wrap, wrap it up, up wrap Mike, it up, is, is up, what Mike. we're saying. Thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast.